0: bob flowerdew our man from norfolk we always talk at this time of year because it's coming on to harvest time bob mm-hmm. and we always talk about you know what's it been like in your garden don't we well it was as everyone remembers it was a miserable spring i mean i kept waiting for week after week to go out and sow but the weeds weren't coming up it was cold and wet and then it switched over we went straight to that heat wave and uh, of course it my soil's very sandy, so right. it went from being, you know, too wet to plant to being too dry to sow a plant. However, you know, you get on top of it and it, it's been interesting, and, you know, watching the different fruits. Obviously the early fruit did pretty well. Because so they had plenty of moisture and the, the moist, warmth. And they? the warmth, so they were good. But the later fruit, the, the apples look very small, the plums look pretty poor. You know, uh, they're going to be some, and. Uh, I think one of the things it's taught me is that the perennials always do better than the vegetables and the annual stuff because they've got the roots down. They, they, they deal with it. So I, I might consider giving up a bit more of the vegetables and planting a few more fruit trees and bushes. Oh, you see. Is this because you're getting Less older? younger. I'm less younger, yes. <laughs> yes less younger, but yes. It makes life easier. It doesn't does, it? doesn't it? I was saying to somebody the other day that I would actually even consider GMOs if they could produce me a GM carrot tree. A GM onion tree, a GM potato tree, you know. So I could just plant the tree and then just pick the vegetables. That would be rather nice, wouldn't it? it? it it's, it'd be, and, of course, it's better for the environment. You know, trees, flower; they're good for the insects. They, they produce leaf litter. You're not having to do all the work yourself. They're a permanent crop, you know. Uh, I like the idea of that. So what, what's been your, your best crop this year? Uh, well, unfortunately, it's been the aubergines, which I don't really like. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not my favourite. No, but I, I like to grow, every year I like to grow something that I haven't grown for a while, see how it does, and And I found some seeds that were 20 years old. And, and I'd sow them. them. Well, it's these hermetically sealed packets, they last very well. So I sowed them. I've got 100% germination just Incredible, about. isn't it? And uh, got a very good crop, because they've succumbed to red spider mite. Um, oh had to move them out of the polytunnel outside, and even that didn't help. Uh, the peppers have been fantastic, likewise. I and love the, it, don't they? And the melons, I mean, uh, this year, I've been growing some new varieties of watermelon, and I must say, the watermelons have been easy this year because we were, you know, they don't go out until it's actually late anyway, and it's, it's been perfect. On the other hand, the French beans. Disaster? Um, or not good? The ones not that I watered, good. The ones that I didn't water, not there. And runner beans are struggled, oh, terrible. A disaster! Aren't Everywhere they? I looked yeah. and everyone I know, the runner beans, disastrous. And even the running French beans, which often do a little better in hard conditions, they didn't do well. Funnily enough, I was growing some yard long beans, which are normally a greenhouse crop, but I put some outside. And uh, they didn't do quite so bad, but they come from the tropics anyway. <laughs> so they're living in a tropical mm. world. So, Bob, like always, win some. Lose, lose some, some. Well, that's gardening isn't it you know and being a good gardener is looking at your successes and kind of scuffing over the ones that you you know one of the great things about the vegetable bed is we bury our disasters every year